time now to focus on the media sector. Let's turn right to our panel, Tuna Moby, Director, Senior Equity Strategist, CFRA Research, and DR Barton, Principal of Woodshaw Financial Group. I'm glad you're both with us. Uh, Tuna, I know you have some buy ratings on certain names, right? Amazon, Comcast, Netflix, Disney. What's going on in the overall space here, and why are these names some of the leaders in your mind? Um, good afternoon, um, Nicole. I think what you're seeing now is um, essentially a, a division of what I call haves versus have-nots. And, and that division has only been as accentuated by, by the mega mergers that we have witnessed uh, within the uh, streaming landscape, um, you know, whether it's the Warner Discovery deal um, or the Amazon MGM. So, you know, it's really becoming a very interesting uh, time to kind of parse uh, the landscape and kind of, uh, you know, see who can ultimately be among the winners. And those that we like, uh, Nicole, are those that have really demonstrated the ability uh, that they can, you know, scale, uh, you know, the content that they have, not just in the U.S., but international uh, you know, markets. We, we, we think that it's still relatively uh, early. Uh, this is going to play out over the next, uh, you know, three to five years, at which point uh, I think we're likely to really see a shakeout. So essentially, we look for more uh, consolidation, um, you know, in the year ahead, driven by the need for scale, as we've already seen. Uh, so it's essentially a, a next wave, and it, it requires a deep pocket to uh, to compete effectively. And that's part of why we like, you know, the names that we do. Uh, Disney, Netflix, we think are going to be among those winners. Uh, with the Warner Discovery deal, uh, we think it kind of places a pressure uh, on on Comcast, NBCU, as well as uh, Viacom, uh, you know, CBS to really do something. And there's a whole number of other names out there that we think we could be potential uh, candidates. So, um, you know, it, it's just early and we think that this content arms race is going to accelerate uh, where we're not looking like $10 billion is going to be the floor uh, for a lot of these players that want to be taken you know, seriously as a major uh, competitor in this evolving landscape. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Dr. Barton, as we see what's been going on, we talked about AT&T spinning off Time Warner with Discovery and Amazon buying GM. The question is, you know, if more M&A continues to happen here in this group. But what are your overall thoughts here on the streaming stocks and this space? Well, I believe streaming is uh, here to stay and grow. Uh, and I, you know, we're going to continue to see, you know, much like uh, uh, other big booms that we've had before. Internet stocks tend to uh, tend to gob gobble each other up uh, during a boom. We've seen it in other industries. We'll see it in this industry as well. There'll be more mergers and acquisitions. And I think uh, I think Tunai had it really right that some of the players that aren't really sticking their heads up yet, that aren't really distinguishing themselves, are going to be the ones that will probably be forced to be to be uh, to eat or be eaten to go out and try to consolidate with some someone else. Right. And as we see what's going on here, you know, with to DR Porton's point, Tuna, we're looking at, you know, we started with this talk about AT&T and uh, Amazon buying MGM. So do you think that we need more M&A or I, do you think I, that's done? Uh, it's almost inevitable that we'll have more M&A, right? Because if you mm. think about a lot of international markets, um, that's really where I think you, you have a lot of uh, greenfield opportunity in, the, in this um, in, in this uh, competition, and, and to be able to serve those markets, 
um, you know, you need scale. Uh, and scale means that you really need to have content that's as broad and targeted to as much audience as possible, uh, including local language production. So I would argue that we're still uh, in the outset of this latest wave of, of M&A, and we're just starting to see the, the fruits of, of, of that, uh, you know, investments that, that some of these companies are making. Disney, for example, just announced uh, in this recently concluded upfronts that um, of the total advertising commitments that they had, um, in about 40 percent, 40 percent was uh, attributable to, to streaming. I mean, that's a very interesting data point uh, when you think about the ad-supported ad platforms out there, uh, all of the subscription-based uh, platforms out there, which incidentally happens to be yeah. uh, where we see a lot of, uh, you know, uh, viewers gravitating to. And, and the latest sure. data points that we're seeing uh, shows, Nicole, that the average U.S. consumer is subscribing to uh, about three or four. Uh, um, you know, streaming services. So that's a bright spot for a lot of these, you know, streamers to be one of those that the consumers will ultimately pick. And we're coming off of a pandemic where virtually all of these platforms had uh, growth acceleration. Yeah. Uh, it's not yet clear how much of that is, is a pull forward uh, versus a lasting impact. But we expect that sure. the changes in consumer behavior that we've seen during the pandemic, a lot of that will stick uh, and will benefit those streamers that are able to tap into that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to get to Apple TV Plus, but I did want to note, Dr. Barton, that you also like Disney and you thought that uh, Disney, the portfolio ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, Hulu, um, those were looking good. You saw a value play in the CBS Viacom story. Tell me quickly on that one. Yeah, well, the short on Disney is they have the Tuna talked about the the top of me uh, content players. Disney has the best movie studio in the world. That's going to help them continue to grow. I think after the Archegos problem and the disaster, let's call it, um, uh, with Viacom, that's put them in a really good value spot. They've held that value. They haven't trickled off from where they fell down from. They tried to big make that big Paramount Plus loss uh, launch with the Super Bowl. I think there's some hidden value there that that could be a long-term investment style play. Yeah, Tuna, give me 10 seconds on Apple TV Plus. I'm out of time. You know, I, I had to, uh, Nicole, uh, you know, be a, a spoiler, but Apple TV at this point, I have to say, uh, looks like an also ran, but you never know what Apple can do. And I wouldn't be surprised if they get a little more aggressive on the M&A front just to be able to uh, compete on a better even keel. Mm. It's great to chat with you both. I always love this topic very much. And I liked that stat that people are now have roughly three to four services. You always wondered how many they would have. Tuna Moby, CFRA Research, DR Barton, Woodshaw Financial Group. Thank you both very much.